0: Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, a mini version of the PME today, normally the live chat is on Wednesdays, I've been putting that aside for football, a football show came out earlier today, please go watch that, and if you haven't downloaded it yet on your audio podcast, please go download it, if you don't give a shit about fantasy football, just download it, then delete it. I just want the download. You can listen all you want. I think it's a good show. Brad Evans, Jeff Radcliffe, newly launched Fadethenoise.com. And they gave us a promo code for an even bigger discount on top of the discount that they're already giving. So promo code Mayo if you want to go check that out. But hey. This is a golf show. We're going to be talking about bets, DraftKings, and the weather very briefly to walk you through what I'm up to this week after I finalized everything now too. 20% off at FantasyNational.com if you use the code Mayo or just put in FantasyNational.com slash Mayo. That's where I'll be getting a lot of my ownership number from uh, when I do the Sunday show, the walkthrough. I'm using Fantasy National that entire time. So I highly recommend the set. I think you should try it out too. There's a weekly version of it. So if you use the code, it's like eight bucks. You can get a trial run for your eight bucks and see if you like it or not. Like I said, Highly recommend it. Later on this week, Thursday, there is a millionaire maker on DraftKings for UFC. Paul and Cody are going to have the picks and bets for that. I'm actually in the final for UFC starting this week. It's a three-week final, so I'm going to be paying super close attention. I'm actually going to be producing the show and chiming in in the background if you want to check that out. And then Friday and Saturday, I'm expecting football and football. And then Sunday, we're back to the regular rotation. It's like going to be like Groundhog Day. We're back at Mirrorfield Village next week, so I'll be doing the first look show again for the same course. New field, mind you. Hopefully Tiger is in attendance, and then rinse and repeat for next week. Hopefully we can get the live chat back if Tiger's playing, maybe even a cut sweat. Who knows? I'll keep you tuned next week. Just remember, check out the feed, download the shows. That really does help, along with the ratings and reviews. Smash the like while you're at it, too, and tell me who your best fade is from the top. It's not like, oh, I'm not going to play Bud Collie this week, although I am playing Bud Collie this week, but if you're like, Justin Thomas, fuck no uh that's what i want to hear in the comment section after you hit that like button all right uh betting card for the week i'm going with victor hovland colin morikawa and joaquin neiman 25 33 45 to 1 no each ways on those just straight up winners I was really digging Neiman and Hovland, and I was waiting for a better number on Rose and a better number on Justin Thomas. In fact, they got worse as the week went along. So I actually like Rose and like Thomas a lot. Don't like their odds. The best I could find on Rose is 22 to 1. I saw some people say they found a 28 out there. I'd endorse that. That's a good number. So for me, it came down to a collection of those upper 20s, mid-30s guys. It was Ricky, Reed, Morikawa... And someone else. I think it was M because uh, he's in at forty to one right now. I decided on Morikawa because I'm already going Neiman. I'm already going Hovland. So Team Young Bucks, let's go from the challenge all the way to Mirfield Village this week. Go with the young guys. I always like this as a breakout spot for people. It could be Xander, for all we know. Uh, it, but he's down at 18 to one. I just like the odds on these guys a little bit better. But as you can see, I'm afraid of Justin Thomas at the top. I'm afraid of a lot of the big names here. So just three plays for me this week. Uh, not a huge investment. I played a lot of props, some parlays, some euro, some fun. Uh, but those are the three main plays that I'm doing. I usually have like four or five like main plays that I want to bet on. This week, it's only three. Like Sometimes you look at the board and say, you know what? I'm not just going to bet on people for the sake of betting on people. At least this is the restraint I'm trying to show uh, with this. So those are going to be my three. My long shot this week is going to be Shane Lowry. I wanted to play the each way on him, so I took him at 90 to 1. So half and half, 90 to 1, and then a top five finish for one-fourth of those odds. So it was that, 22 and a half to 1, 20 to 1, whatever it is. Not great at math over here. Uh, so Shane Lowry, 90 to 1. Uh, you can find him at 100 in some places. If you don't care about the top five, I do. FOMO, of course, see, Woo! Kim and the YOLO play of the week, Bo hog, uh, his grandfather helped design the course. He is an Ohio guy, very familiar with the layout. We'll see if it works for him. 600 to one on the each way with him. Uh, Top 10 plays. I'm going with Neiman and Hadwin. Four to one and four and a half to one. I like Hadwin a lot this week. I don't know if he can win. He could, but I just don't like it. his oh, odds. Like 50 to 1 for Adam Hadwin in this field. It seems a bit dicey. Not gonna lie to you, but four and a half to one. This guy can come inside the top 10. I like Adam Hadwin here. Top 20 plays for the week. Bohog, 12 to 1. I already mentioned him. Dylon, not Dylon, Brandon. Woo! He's coming in at plus 650 and the Swafficer, Hudson Swafford, kind of digging Hudson Swafford this week, 7-1 to on his top 20. I played that. The two props, I went with Charles Schwartzel, plus 320 to be the low South African in the field, has played really well at Ohio courses in his career, and the only other two guys he has to be one is Louie, who is either going to contend or being like dead last, so it's a 50-50 proposition with him, and I'm getting plus 320, and the other one is Fratelli, who I'm scared of, but he's coming off you know, a COVID break, I don't know how healthy he is right now and again he is an ultra inconsistent player this is not to say that Charles is good by any means but he has been hitting his irons and putting a lot better than normal I hear uh, a few times his putter gets hot at this place called Augusta I know the greens aren't going to run as smoothly and quickly as normal at Muirfield Village but the greens tend to be pretty fast like they are there as well so we'll see if Charles can keep up the good irons and actually make a few putts this week uh top asian sung you'll know 18 to 1 this week if it does play hard in the rough and the up and down game does mean a lot he's been playing better for starters ball striking but an immaculate around the green game i like sung Yul will know i think it's worth a shot at 18 to 1 first round leaders with the each way to the top five keegan bradley 90 to 1 stanley and duffner 100 to 1 swaffiser woo. And Hollywood Hoagie and Charles, 125 to one. Then two bombs, Bohog Cam Percy, 250 to one to be first-round leader. Hell, if two of these guys come... If one of those guys comes inside the top five, we're still dancing and coming out a winner this week. One and done, I'm using Neiman. Jeff's using Hovland in the Cust, who's winning our one and done, is going back to Patrick Cantlay. He picked Patrick Cantlay last year at Memorial. Cantlay won. That's his guy here. On the Euro Tour, I'm going with Arnis at 14-1 to over in Austria. I just looked at the names like Juice Lutner. He, the Juice Lutner. He's, uh, I mean, he's got those sick Jerry curls, but him is like a six to one favorite it's not doing it for me i don't really know much about the course but i'm getting some degen action and i want to wake up early on on like thursday morning and before i start sweating my pga lines i want to see if i'm dead on euro yet or not so him and everyone else is betting this rosner guy i got him at 40 to one so i'm in (laughs) Uh, i saw coley tip him and a bunch of the other euro guys who do excellent euro work um they've tipped him as well so it'd be a community win i just want to kind of piggyback up on that 40 to 1 seems like a good price these are not the same sort of like level as my pga bets which i actually do research but hey maybe a lack of research and just good intuition is what i need over on the european tour so those are my two plays oh uh brad and Jess fade the noise site they do all sports uh and i did want to give a special shout out to drew matthews in the squad over at fantasygolfbag.com they shut down golf bag and they re-emerged on fade the noise i saw that the other day i'm gonna have drew on next week because that's a huge accomplishment uh drew who you may remember ended up winning the millionaire maker a few years ago and then got into the dfs space as a content creator and he's really really good i'd highly recommend you go check him out but one thing that his team does really well is actually euro DraftKings and euro betting along with the pga stuff and that promo code mayo actually gets you a discount on all of their packages regardless of sports so if you want to go check out some cool euro stuff i'd recommend drew and the gang uh, I believe it's F-T-N bag, gol, golf bag. Not quite sure what the actual like official URL is, but if you guys like type in fade the noise, Drew Matthews, follow Drew on Twitter. He'll talk about it next, next week when he's on the show breaking down DraftKings. Uh, but that code Mayo will get you an extra discount on top of the discount. I played some doubles. For laughs, Hovland and Thomas, plus uh, my two Euro guys, Arnes and Rosner. Uh, that pays huge odds. I wanted to get something with Justin Thomas on it, uh, just because I didn't love the odds of him down to 10-1. to 1. But I do think that he has a very good chance of winning. My most own guy on DraftKings this week. And I played a to-make-and-miss-the-cut parlay. Six players, it pays 26-1. to 1. It's Woodland to miss the cut, Horschel to miss the cut. I can't hit an iron right now. It's problematic. Woodland can't drive, Horschel can't hit iron, so... Those two to miss the cut, Connors, Neiman, Hovland, Joel Damon to make the cut. Those six together, pace 26 to 1. Hopefully, that ends up coming through. So like I said, I'm not going big on the actual outrights this week. I found some props I like, some parlays I like. It's not a huge investment week, bigger than last week. Nothing near each of the first three weeks when I was trying to play a lot of the board and we were having a lot of success. Sometimes you look at the board and just say, not for me this week. In terms of DraftKings, and we talk about the ownership, this week. Um, from the top, it does appear like Cantley, Hovland, Rose, and Hideki are going to be your big four, probably over 20% in the Millionaire Maker. I mean, once you get into the higher entry contest, the like if it's a single entry, you're going to see even more concentrated chalk up at the top. And that's okay. Like uh, Out of those... I actually ended up playing, and when we get to the weather, a PM-AM stack of teams. Those are the, I used Cantley in those because he's playing in the PM and then coming out in the AM in the next day. But in my overall build, I didn't actually, I usually play 20 lineups. I played 25 this week just to make five that were the PM-AM. And then I ran it back the rest of the way. Cantley is not in those lineups. He's only in the stacks. But I do like his chances. He's the highest known guy. Apparently everyone does. But I feel like if I stick them together with all the PM-AM guys, I can get away with some of that shock. I'm using Hovland and Rose in my lineups. When we look at the overall ownership of the 10K guys right now, it does appear like Brooks or Rom is going to be the lowest owned, and we're not talking like five percent here. They're probably all going to be double digits. Maybe someone slips to like seven, eight percent. Not quite sure which one it's going to be, but those two seem to be the ones that people are a bit pensive about. Rick picked Brooks to win, so if Brooks wins, I bet you Rick's going to have a pretty good week on DraftKings. Uh, in the 9K, Hovland and Rose uh, are the big two, and then um, the other two, Ricky and Morikawa, are still double digits, but in the low teens when it comes down to it. In the 8K level, it doesn't appear like a ton of people are going to Spieth or Matt Kuchar uh, or Matthew Wolf or Matthew Fitzpatrick. Those would be the pivot plays. Uh, I'm actually not going to any of them. I'm just going to use Sungjae, uh, who is coming in at lower ownership as well, Neiman and Hadwin. Uh, in the 7Ks, I'm going to use a pinch of Jason Day, who I have projected... At like 2%. Call me an idiot. I get that a lot, and it's going to turn out to be a really terrible move. I know it is, but. If he can just make some putts, uh, he he can make birdies and punches. And maybe almost like Louie. It's funny. Louie and Day, I have, like, almost no ownership this week. And this always happens after one of the troika of guys who love withdrawing with injuries ends up withdrawing. So Kevin Na is a part of that. Obviously, he withdrew last week. Uh, and it's like his withdraw stink is now going on to Louis and Day because so many people use Na. And now they're super scared. You don't you need, like, put it this way. Across 25 lineups, I have Day and three. So he might sink three of them with a withdraw or just being terrible like he's been. Uh, But this is a situation where I I think that I don't even know if he's a good player or not. I just want to take a chance, all right? And I want to go with Jason Day on that. Uh, My favorite plays in that level, actually, the the highest owned guys right now, it does appear. Streelman, Damon, Verner, McNeely, Russell Henley, Bud Collie. I bet you Collie and Henley are more... Like, I'm looking on fantasynational.com right now. Slash my offer, for your 20% off. One of the big things you need to understand about ownership on Fantasy National versus actually projecting out ownership is people who use Fantasy National are clearly paying attention. They're researching stats. They're using tools. So some players especially like sleepers once you get down to like the 6k level or the 7k level if they are lesser known names to the public like a Russell Henley or a Bud collier when we get to like Norlander in the 60 the mid $6000 range they're always going to seem like they're more used uh, by the fantasy national projections on ownership simply because the stats are bearing out that these are good plays this week uh, and the general public isn't aware of that. So their ownership will probably come in lower than it's actually being projected out right now. That's usually what I go with. Sometimes that's wrong. But by and large, the rule of thumb is that's what you should go with on this. Uh, In the 6K level, no one is actually pressing... 10%. 10%. It does look like Brandon Brandon Wu and Norlander, two guys that I like. I'm actually not using Norlander this week. I'm using Swafford and Brandon Wu, uh, and I'm going to use a little pinch of Schwartzel, almost like Day, and I'm going to take a shot on Bohog. Chase Capka, I bet, ends up with ownership because he's Brooks's brother. In terms of weather, I went to Windfinder.com, and I'm using the Ohio State Airport for the wind tower that I'm using. So when I said that the Thursday friday uh thursday there seems to be like no change from the beginning of the day to the end of the day it's going to be like a max six miles per hour wind all day long uh, it's going to be spicier in the afternoon a little bit hotter but it's going to be like 86 all day so it's going to be hot uh there's going to be no wind it's going to be very dry out there so my first round leaders are spread across both ways but for DraftKings, we need to get six to six through the cut and if you look at friday it keeps moving up a little bit earlier but from 7 a.m at least right now as we talk about this on a wednesday afternoon to around 1 p.m pretty benign conditions uh it's going to be around like 80 degrees the max wind You're going to see is like 10, but averaging around like five or six. Pretty good conditions to play some golf from one o'clock till the end of the round there could be rain starting around like four thirty, just a little bit and they'll probably be able to play through it but winds start picking up to an average of like 10 12 15 with gusts up to 25 so it does appear if you want to do that stack like i said that i am doing as well take the guys from the pm wave on thursday and the am wave on friday it's the same wave if you don't know and just make a team of six of those guys it's gonna be real shitty it works. It kind of cuts both ways. It's really shitty on Thursday when you're looking at your lines like, "Oh, I'm winning zero dollars," but you haven't had anyone tee off yet, so that's a bonus. And then after round one, you can see where you're at. Then you'll feel like a real big man on Friday morning when you have all six of your guys on the course and everyone else is in the clubhouse, and you'll see your move self move up all the way to the top of the leaderboards. And then everyone else starts and you fall all the way back down. But it's like a fun half hour once you see yourself up there all in the green winning tons of cash. Put it this way, if you're not winning a ton of cash, at least projected, uh, after the AM wave on Friday and you've done the PM-AM stack, probably not going to be a good week for you. Just throwing that out there. Uh, And then on Saturday, there's no super forecast out for it yet, but conditions almost like all day long are... Kinda windy. Uh you they might soften up in the morning if there is rain overnight that you get the kind of blowback from Friday. And there always is the concern that the rain just pushes the players off the course or there's lightning or something like that. If there's rain and it's 90 degrees, presumably there could be lightning, that the players might actually end up off the course, have to go back out Saturday morning. We've seen a couple delays and they've been able to squeeze in the round, so I'd expect them to do that. But conditions don't just magically get better at 7 p.m. They're gonna get worse. But Saturday, yeah, an average of like 16 miles per hour all day on the wind, uh, gusts up to like 30, kind of cloudy. It's like 68, 70 degrees projected for Saturday. So that could be a day where it's a bit, bit tougher in terms of the conditions so if you play showdown if it does rain overnight the softer conditions in the morning are probably the guys that you want to attack in that and then on sunday it's kind of all over the place it starts out pretty calm and then you get gus up to like 20 at midday and then it goes back down so that could end up favoring the leaders of whoever's going in on sunday hopefully i'll be back in on saturday evening after round three or at least towards the end of round three to talk through who the best showdown plays are going to be And we can do all that. Anyway, that's what I want to do. A very quickie to get you up to date on all the info, who I'm taking this week, why I'm taking them this week. And hopefully I won't lose all my money again like I did last week. That would be nice, right? Anyway, sub to the Pat Mayo Experience audio pod. Remember to download the shows that are out there. Highly do recommend, uh, even if you don't like UFC, the Dogger Pass podcast, like Pat Mayo's football rankings are like absolute trash, Um, but they're fun shows to watch anyway. Pat Mayo's golf picks, kind of trash. They lose decent fun show to watch. Cody and Paul's like MMA picks, actually good. And there's a millionaire maker. And there's some pretty soft odds for UFC 251 this weekend from the island of Dr. Moreau, Mortal Kombat Island. I don't know. But there's some decent odds, and I think Cody and Paul are bound to have a good week. They've been really good... uh every card except for one i think since ufc returned so they've been really solid they're the the guys with the actual good picks and information on the pat mayo experience network up here so sub to the show and download that one as well then meanie is back friday saturday for football like i said we're doing it all over again i'm pat mayo thank you all for watching check out the shows from earlier in the week with jeff and rick and if you want to find my cheat sheets the betting cheat sheet up on twitter and facebook facebook.com slash the pme and what else my DraftKings cheat sheet and article are up on dk nation.com underneath the playbook section i'll try to provide all the links in the description if you want to do it good luck this week hopefully someone can win a million bucks if it's not me i hope it's one of you okay i'll see you next time